Hey y'all and welcome to the Alabama Wild Podcast here at Rubber Ducky RV Studios. Today we're brought to you by East Alabama Ducks Unlimited, hosted in Auburn, Alabama. If you would like to know more about East Alabama Ducks Unlimited or anything about us, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or shoot us an email at ducks.auburn at gmail.com. Welcome back to Alabama Wild from Rubber Ducky RV Studios. This is our third episode in the 2020 season. And today we're going to be discussing women in hunting and conservation, as well as possibly some other outdoor stories and fishing. I've got Blake, Lamar, Andy, and myself, Rodney, is, are here with the ladies, and they are... Jessica Bates. Rachel. Lauren. And uh, so we'll start with some questions. So ladies... Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourselves. You know, how did you get involved in hunting? Where do you like to hunt? Uh, what type of uh, what type of hunting do you like to enjoy? And uh, Jessica, you want to share anything with us along those lines? Well, I started. My dad raised me to hunt as early as I can remember hunting. Um, hunt anything, mainly whitetail, ducks, dove, turkey. Um, well, we do you, in hunting all of those, I guess, do you guys also eat what you hunt? Yes. Or just hunting for trophies and... Oh, no. We okay. eat everything we hunt. Okay. So, eating wild game is not a problem either. So, no. Okay. That's cool. Um, Rachel, what about you? Um, I was probably 13, 14 when I started hunting. I, I mean, I've been hunting. I started hunting with my dad. Um, I'm an only child. I make the joke, I think he did the best he could with a girl, <laughs> bringing her to do the mainly things. Um, it's actually something I've really started to enjoy really young, and I just, I loved going. I primarily bird hunt. I've gone to deer hunting twice in my life, never been turkey hunting. Um, so primarily duck. I'll go dove hunting, things like that. I know we talked a little bit about fishing. I basically like to speckle trout fish, um, saltwater fish. Freshwater fishing is not my favorite, not going to lie. Um, my son loves it, so I guess I'm going to have to learn to love it too. <laughs> well, specks are definitely good eating, so that's a good catch. So, Lauren, um, I think you just started hunting, what, within the past year or two, maybe? What? Do you not know me at all? <laughs> um, no, I started hunting probably... Um, around the same age as Rachel, probably 13 or 14, um, I would go, you know, mom and dad only had girls, so kind of the same boat as Rachel. Um, it was a way just for me and dad to hang out and kind of get some daddy-daughter time, and, um, I didn't, you know, I didn't shoot anything, um, mainly just to spend time with him, um, and then I started taking my nephews, so, um. But my favorite is duck hunting, um, and I mean, I enjoy dove hunting as well. Um, I've, you know, I've gone deer hunting several, several times. Um, I've shot, I've, I've killed one, a doe, um, and it was not my favorite, but, um, yeah, duck hunting is, is, has definitely been my favorite so far. Okay, so we have another question for you ladies this evening, and that would be, 
How do you think we can get more women involved in hunting and or conservation? Got any suggestions? Don't everybody talk at once. Yeah. <laughs> Crickets. Um, as far as getting women involved in conservation, you know, I'll say for me, and it kind of sounded like all of us, it really started as kind of something to do with your dad or do with your family. I think that's kind of the way it happens, and it's just do you find enjoyment out of it or do you not find enjoyment out of it? Um, I don't want to say it's a dad's responsibility or a husband's responsibility, but nine times out of ten, a female's not just going to hop on in her little sports car and say, I'm going to go hunting today. There's usually somebody that asks her to go. Um, and it's just finding a way to make it an enjoyable experience. Hunting isn't about killing anything. It's not about trying to see how many trophies you have at the end of a season. It's about making memories and finding enjoyable things to do and kind of doing something out of your comfort zone. At least that's what it was for me. And, and I think a lot of um, women, at least, you know, girls that I've been around and, and have hung out with, a lot of them are, you know, sometimes can be um, scared or put off of, you know, put, using a gun because, um, you know, maybe they weren't raised around it. And with the three of us, I think that was never really an issue because, you know, we were all raised from very little um, how to use a gun and how to use it safely. And um, I think a lot of women are just a little intimidated from that aspect alone. So, Lauren, um, you have two daughters now, correct? I do. That's right. And so... Will you leave the responsibility of maybe getting their interest in hunting or fishing strictly up to dad, or are you going to actually be involved in it as a lead person as well? Oh, heck yeah, she's going to go with me. We've already taken her um, once. I mean, of course, she fell asleep. <laughs> she didn't last long, but she likes to go um, sit with us or sit with dad or and, and watch the reindeer. That's what she calls them. Um She's already asked several times to go fishing. Um, so, yeah, I think it'll be both of us. Um, we both enjoy it. And, you know, it's just another great way to spend time with your children. That's pretty cool. And, Jessica, you got a sister, I believe. Yes, I have two sisters. Two sisters. Yes. Do they both hunt as well? My oldest sister does not. My other, the middle one, she does also. So the older sister does not hunt. It's not her thing. But No. The younger one does enjoy it as much as you, a little more, a little less? Yes, about, about the same. The same. That's yeah. pretty cool. That's pretty neat. Um, and so you've also got a, um, a line of product that you're involved in. It's called Southern Racks. And I think when you first started that, that was for um, products introduced for women that were involved in hunting and outdoors. Can you share a little bit about that with us? Yes. So when I started bow hunting um, I started using the scent free products that were out there and using those as a woman it would really dry out my hair and skin I couldn't comb through my hair it made your hair feel like straw and I know women that use it they absolutely hate it um, so being a hairdresser I decided to make a product that women could use through the hunting season that's a salon quality it protects and um, really nourishes your hair and skin. You can use it every day. It eliminates your uh, scent so the deer doesn't don't smell you. 
Um, it's natural. We don't use the harsh chemicals that the other products do, so you can use it every day, and you don't have dry hair and skin. That's cool. <laughs> and so the name of the product is Southern Rags. Lamar, did you have a question? Well, I was just going to sort of follow up on that because I, I can see that being certainly an issue if, you know, in your profession you see it all the time with the hair and, and skin and everything. I would be curious from the three of you what other issues do you have as women getting into hunting? What other problems are out there that y'all run into? Um, for me, most recently, and actually, I mean, I've made this complaint quite a lot, um, especially since this most recent hunting season, I had to get some new waders because mine had a hole in them. I mean, I've had those waders for Lord knows how long. And they don't really make they do make them I'm not saying they don't but it's hard to come across women's waders it's hard to come across women's camo because it's just not a sport or an activity that a ton of women are in and so it's always for me been a challenge to find clothes that fit comfortably the women's camo that you find is always you know really baggy or oversized or sits at your rib cage and it's just so uncomfortable for me. Um, I actually have gotten to where I hunt nine times out of 10, I wear leggings. Um, I'll, I have some camo leggings that I'll wear because that's just so much more comfortable than walking around in these big old baggy hunting pants when I wear skinny jeans any other normal time. I, I second that for sure. I Typically I'll wear leggings or something of the sort instead of like my hunting pants. Have you ever had to bother borrow your father's hunting gear when he took you hunting? All the time because I freeze <laughs> yeah. to death. I literally take a jacket from him probably every single time and especially when I was younger um, and I think it was him kind of waiting to see how into hunting I was going to get. We didn't put a whole lot of money into buying me hunting clothes because it was is she just doing this, you know, once or twice, or is this really something she's interested in? So to start with, I didn't have a ton of camo, so I would borrow my dad's, and I mean, I was 15 years old. I mean, I'm 5'7 now. I can't imagine I was 5'7 at 15, but it could have been. My dad's over here, stands over six feet tall, obviously a bigger man than I am, so you can imagine the difference in <laughs> sizes. They oh. were They were quite large. And being a short woman, it's hard to find clothes. And I was going to ask you, uh, Jessica, when when you're shopping for for hunting gear, and, and again, for most parts, the the guns and maybe even the guns are a challenge with length of stock and everything. Um, but when you're hunting, when you're shopping for hunting uh, wear, do you find any success shopping locally in stores, or do you pretty much have to depend on going online to find specialized? Anywhere. Well, I actually went where men's um, Mossy Oak Gamekeeper and I found them at an expo that we were at and I really like their clothes so I bought them but they are very long. I have to roll them up. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I'm, I like Bottomland camo so that's why I wanted the Gamekeeper clothing and they are very warm because I do freeze very easily um, so that's what I wear 
but I do, being in the hunting, hunting industry, there is a brand, I don't know if you've heard about it, DSG. Mm -mm, I haven't heard um, of that. It's a women's line, and they're, they've been pretty popular. Okay. I know, I know for me, I, I look online a lot. Um, we looked online a couple weeks ago, and I found a lot of um, Sitka makes a good line of women's hunting clothes. Um, obviously, that price point's not the most yeah. user-friendly price point in the world, but they do make a pretty decent line of women's hunting clothes that I'm intending on getting just because again it's it's a decent line it looks like it has a good fit so um knowing the challenges between uh purchasing hunting equipment and all of that um sometimes those challenges aren't always the best or the worst so moving to the next subject um we want to break into the best and or worst hunts that you've been on and so, Lauren, I want to start with you to see if you have any uh, stories that you would like to share on some of those those exciting hunts you've been on. <laughs> um, best one was definitely uh, the duck hunting trip. I went on to Real Foot Lake. Uh, it was, I just can't even describe how much fun it was. The blind was amazing. Um, they even had a little potty section in there and I had to kind of climb out back and climb over the boat to get to it but um you know at least you didn't have to like hold on to something and hang off hang off the blind to do it but um the the guys there were amazing they were so much fun they could just breakfast and lunch in the blind every day and um and it, it was a lot of fun we, we we got a ton of ducks and uh yeah, it was uh, it was an interest. That was my first. I think that was my first trip ever actually hunting any type of birds. So how many, how uh, and many, I definitely there was a learning curve there. <laughs> so how many ducks did you get on that first trip? Um, you know, it's it's really hard to tell <laughs> when you have five or six people shooting at the same time. Um. I can definitely account for three or four because there were some that would that would shoot that you know they fly straight at me and that's not that's when I'm in my element. I love when they're coming straight at me and um, and I know I jumped up there before anybody else and got those. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Uh, so Jessica, what about you? You got a memorable story? Yes, my first or my favorite hunt was actually going to Arkansas duck hunting. Um, I went with a friend. He had some family there. Um, we hunted in flooded timber and rice field. I shot my first banded mallard. It was wow, amazing cool. watching the birds come in. It's, it's that exciting. was my favorite hunt. It's yeah. exciting to see that. So, Rachel, have you got a good? Uh, yes, story? it's actually funny. So everybody said their best. So I'm actually going to say my worst because y'all, this is just burned into my head. Um, and Jessica's over here saying her favorite was in Arkansas. My worst was in Arkansas. I thought I was going to die. Like, I literally thought I was just going to freeze to death. Um, I think we might have killed one bird that entire trip. And it was a bird that committed suicide. It was not a bird that anybody had to work towards shooting. It literally flew above our heads. It paused like it was just saying, please shoot me. Um, and somebody did. I 
to don't remember who shot it. Somebody shot it though. Um, but I just remember being so godforsaken cold. I think it might have been negative fifty degrees. I'm just that level of cold. Laid down. I remember I laid down. It was so windy, and that was the worst part about it. I laid down on the bank, trying to get as close to the ground as I possibly could. I had on probably two jackets. It was just so so cold. I think we actually left the trip that day. I think we left the trip early. Um, maybe one or two days early because it was just we were all so cold there were no birds really which is rare for in Arkansas you usually see a decent amount of birds um, it was just not not something super enjoyable but the memories from it are obviously funny it's something I can laugh about a lot but it was a very cold experience uh, Rachel I have a question What's did that? you or did you not hunt while you were pregnant I did hunt while I was pregnant yes how was that? It wasn't that terrible. Um, I w did not hunt when I, towards the end of my pregnancy. I had a very hard pregnancy. So towards the end of my pregnancy, no, I did not hunt. But the beginning of it, I did. I went duck hunting once or twice. Um, and I actually went deer hunting once when I was pregnant and shot my first and only deer when I was pregnant. So it was just the timing of when I was pregnant. I wasn't that pregnant during hunting season and was able to do that. And Probably the hardest part was getting, getting waiters. And yes, you're either pregnant or you're not. That comment was made. Ha ha. I was only like three months pregnant. I was not that pregnant. Uh, okay. Like you're not very pregnant at three months. Most people didn't even know I was pregnant at that point. So continuing with the topics on worst hunts, um, Lauren, do you have a worst hunt that you were involved in? Uh, yeah. Um, my worst hunt was probably the, the, the deer that I shot. Um, we were, um, sitting up in the stand. I was with my husband and, uh, I've always been big on, on earplugs. And when that deer walked out, I mean, broadside, everything perfect. And, uh, Nathan was like, all right, come on, you gotta do it. And, uh. I forgot my earplugs, so I made him reach around and plug my ears for me. <laughs> oh my um, and I took the shot, nailed it. Um, she only ran maybe 10, 15 yards, and she dropped. And so we got down and um, pulled her out of the woods. And Nathan said, well, I'm going to go get the truck. And, you know, I shot birds before. I I didn't think it was going to be any different, but for some reason, killing a doe just got me. And I actually uh, sat down beside her and uh, pet her while he went to get the truck and cried and told her how sorry I was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, yeah, I did. I did. Um, so so was, I'm guessing there was no blooding involved here. Oh, that yes. Him and his, uh, him and his brother got me. Uh, very good. But... Um, yeah, I didn't. I think I think I'd have an easier time with with bucks. I don't know what it is about. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I just felt bad. I mean, I know they're overpopulated, and it's not like we didn't we we ate the meat and everything. But um, well, I have a hard yeah. I had a hard time understanding or believing that you would be a high maintenance hunter in the stand that you have to ask <laughs> your husband to hold your ears while you shot the deer. <laughs> so that was pretty good. So. Um, 
I guess we're going to move forward into, okay, so our next topic would be, is there any advice that you ladies would want to offer to other females that are trying to get started in hunting and they may or may not have any other associates, fathers, you know, husband that's interested in hunting, but they have an interest. Do you have any advice for them on how they could get involved in hunting or conservation? Um, biggest piece of advice for sure would be become familiar with your with your gun, you know, before you go. Um, practice with it uh, constantly. Know how to load it, unload it, safety, all of that. Um, just be very familiar and comfortable with your gun. Um, and next, I would say just try everything. See what you like. Um, you know. As I said before, I enjoyed, I enjoy very much, um, you know, duck hunting, dove hunting, uh, whereas deer hunting really was not my favorite. So just try different things and uh, see what you enjoy. Jessica, do you have any? I would say look into, um, well, if any women are into archery and look into archery stores, then some have like ladies night where you can go, all the ladies get together and shoot their bows. Um, and also if you don't have a male hunter to take you hunting and, or you feel more comfortable hunting with ladies, there's groups. Um, you can look on Instagram, Facebook, there's, um, they get ladies together and go on hunts. Um, Rachel? Um, you know, my biggest thing is try to find like people. So try and find people that you do the same things and talk to. Another thing um, that's been a big, you know, part of my life is conservation. Find conservation groups. There's a lot out there. There's Ducks Unlimited. There's, I mean, I don't know. There's turkey groups. There, I mean, I'm sure there's even fishing groups. Like, there's just a lot of groups out there for me. Um, I'm big involved. I'm very involved with Ducks Unlimited, and that's been a good place for me to meet people, talk to people about hunting. Ducks Unlimited is everywhere. It's nationwide, so it doesn't matter where you are. I'm sure you can find somebody that can talk to you about duck hunting. You know, I said earlier, my favorite thing is duck hunting, so that's what I know. But I'm sure there are groups for just about anything else as well. If you're interested in it, just search. Just like Jessica said, Facebook and Instagram, do a search. You can find something. That's good. So, so in winding up our podcast this evening, we have a few questions that have been submitted in uh, that we would like to get your input from. Uh, one of them, I think it would be spot on, is what could your male hunting partners do to make your experience more enjoyable if you're out there hunting uh, in mixed company? I would have to say to definitely be supportive. Um, talk them through, if, if you're deer hunting and deer comes out, talk them through what they need to do. Take a deep breath, you know, squeeze the trigger, be very supportive. Don't be aggressive if you happen to make a bad shot. Don't say you didn't shoot them in the right place or you know we have to track this deer for ever you know just make it fun and be supportive celebrate their victories kind of yes. on the same hand you know 
for me, I mean, it's, I get, I know, I mean, I'm sure men do too, but I get very excited when I shoot a bird because I don't have the opportunity or the time availability even to go hunting all the time. So when I do shoot a bird, it's really exciting for me. Um, and it feels really good when those are celebrated by other people too. Like it's not just me having to hide my excitement. So I like for whoever I'm hunting with to celebrate that with me too. Lauren? Um, I guess kind of spinning off what Rachel just said, um, especially when you have kids and stuff, um, we don't really have the time to go. So instead of the wife staying home with the kids and you go in, you know, do the opposite. Um, you know, offer to stay at home and, and let her go. Um, because if we're doing it, it's just as enjoyable for us as it is for you. Are you three women? Are you three women all comfortable in going out on your own, like into the woods or whatever, on a hunt without a male support near you? Yeah. Yes. Going into the woods, deer hunting. Yeah, I mean that's definitely something I feel like I could do by myself. I would say going duck hunting is a very different experience. And yeah. I, that's not something I would want to do by myself. I don't think anybody in this room would want to go duck hunting by themselves. <laughs> There's a lot involved with that. Okay, so yeah, I, I, I would say just from a male perspective, while I have gone duck hunting by myself before, one, the hunting experience, and maybe we haven't talked about it enough or, or brought it up uh, in other podcasts and everything, the hunting experience is about companionship. It's about camaraderie. It, it's yeah. a, it's, it's yeah. about being with other people and I think these ladies have mentioned this a few times uh, today that you know hunting is not going out and killing something hunting's not going out and shooting something hunting is going out and spending time with people that are important to you and and I think that gets lost too often uh, in different things so you know just Go, yes, you can go out hunting by yourself, and anyone who has an interest in it, I've done it my entire life, whether it was dove hunting or duck hunting or whatever, I've always gone out by myself. There are certain risks involved with doing that. You know, it's certainly more dangerous to be by yourself than it is if you're with other people, but as, as these ladies have attributed, not a single one of them said their favorite hunting trip was when they were by themselves you know it, that it was with somebody it was to share that experience with somebody and I, I think that's something I, I think that's the message we need to get out there to more and more people who don't hunt is it's it's not about killing it's not about anymore it's not really about putting food on the table although there are certainly instances where we want to have the food it's the camaraderie. It, it's sharing. It's sharing life with somebody. It's making. Mm -hmm. a, it's making an event, um, like you said, enjoyable and fun. I mean, we don't do it because we dislike it. We do it because we enjoy it. And if we enjoy it with other people, it makes it fun. And speaking of fun, our next question is: Do you ladies feel that hunting camps are fun, or just a bunch of Dirty men acting like pigs who won't clean up after themselves and who want to just 
just get away from the home front and just be all sloppy dog and so what are your thoughts about hunting camps if you've been involved in any of those jessica how about you i've only been to a hunting camp once and that was when i went duck hunting in arkansas um and it was mainly guys but it wasn't dirty old man i laughed at <laughs> stories and you know the language isn't all that always that great so but Rod rodney must not have been there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no but i enjoyed it that's cool rachel you um i've never been to a hunting camp experience in kind of that sense of the word i've got some first-hand knowledge about them and i think it it can go either way it depends on who you ask it depends on what the night is it depends on if it's a you know we're waking up at 3 a.m to go get in a blind a duck blind or we're gonna party tonight like i think it i think it has a good i don't know if good's the right word but it's definitely got a balance um and it depends on who you ask i'm sure some people men women boys and girls are trying to go to a honey camp to get away from family life and I'm sure some of them can't wait to get back to family life it just depends really on who you ask that's true Lauren uh, I know you've got a little experience with hunting camp <laughs> uh what do you mean the farm or <laughs> yes I would think so maybe the farm um I mean I, I always enjoy going I mean even, I mean even when we went to to real foot um that was more of a hunting camp experience and and yes, I can definitely say the guides were kind of dirty old men. Um, you know, they enjoyed having a, a female in the blind um, and did not hide that. <laughs> um, but um, as far as the farm goes, I mean, it's 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 a really laid back experience. Yeah, we party some nights, and and other nights we don't. And everybody pulls their weight, and um, it's. You know, like like we just touched on, it's more about the memories than anything else. Okay. Uh, and we definitely have a lot of those there. So, okay. I have uh, one other question that has come in. This may be a little comical. We're not sure, but from men, uh, this is one of our uh, listeners had sent this in. Says, "Why do y'all have to pee so much?" I mean, how are we supposed to handle that? Do we, like, walk away, let you have your privacy? Do we turn our back and stand guard? I mean, we're confused. How do we handle this situation? Lauren. Um, you know, one of the first memories I have of being out with my dad in the, in the woods, um, I, you know, I, he didn't really know how to how to go about this with me and uh i was still at the age where he could pick me up so that's what he did he uh he picked me up and hovered me right above the ground and uh and let me go <laughs> um so any men with daughters out there you know it worked out well but um other than that um you know nathan always stands guard for me or you know if we're coming out of out of the shooting house or whatever and it's dark he'll <laughs> shine a light in the area and make sure nothing's <laughs> going to get me when I squat down um, and then he'll you know turn away I so, mean I, I definitely don't want anybody ever staring at me while I pop squat in the woods but Lauren <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being so candid yeah. Lauren uh, so Rachel? Lauren and I kind of 
I mean, we kind of grew up together to a degree. Our dads know each other. We know each other pretty well. Um, so we, we kind of, sh- we have a little bit of a similar story, I guess. So this was when we were speckled trout fishing down 10 years ago. I mean, this was a while ago. Um, I had two TT so bad. And I mean, what you like a female on a boat, what do you do? Like you're out in the middle of nowhere. So you can, a female can't really hang off the side of the boat. Like a, a dude can just, you know, turn their back to you and take care of business. We don't have that luxury. So I finally convinced my dad to drive over to a sandbar in the boat so that I could hop out because I had to go to the bathroom so bad. So I was going to hop out, get in the water because I was wearing my bathing suit and I was going to TT in the water. Well, let me tell you, boats move in the water. They don't stay still. And I was such a little wimp, so I hop out of the boat, and in the process, I get caught on a fishing rod. Fishing rod halfway comes out of the boat with me. Halfway is the key word, because I broke. An expensive fishing rod. Correct. Because I broke the fishing rod trying to get out of the boat that was attached to me, but also attached to the boat. So the fishing rod broke. I'm in the water. Half of a fishing rod stuck to me, still having a TT can't TT because the boat's moving. The next thing I know, I'm standing in like the seaweed that's growing up and I have like a full-blown meltdown. Like full-blown meltdown. I was probably in the water for 15 minutes before I could finally go to the bathroom because I was just like so panicked. I couldn't get back in the boat. He had to pull me back in and I mean I wasn't a big kid but I was also 15 years old which is also very embarrassing. I was 15 going through all this nonsense. Um, him trying to yank me back of the boat. Fishing rod still attached to me, guys. Like, let's keep that picture going. It was just an experience. Since then, I've learned to not drink anything before I go hunting or fishing. And nine times out of ten, I can hold it until it's time to go. I believe we're going to have to have another one of these podcasts just to cover fishing events. It sounds like <laughs> Do you have any of these stories you'd like to share? Are we okay over there, Jessica? I don't have any stories, no. Okay. I just I try not to use the bathroom unless I absolutely have to. And, and just and hang on. So If you're, you have, or if you're with a female, just turn your back. Yeah, there you go. Be proper, <laughs> be a gentleman. That's correct. So, Okay, so this does end our uh, podcast. And if you've got any questions or comments you'd like to send us, please send it to alabamawildpodcast at gmail.com and we would look forward to hearing from you on those. And uh, if you haven't subscribed yet, please do. And if you subscribe, also send us an email to let us know that. I don't know that we've actually hit our quantity of uh, constituents that we're going to have a drawing for, but once we get the listeners on board, we do have a drawing for a $20 gift card back towards the first episode of Cheap Duck Hunt. Uh, sponsored by Rubber Ducky RV Studios. We do have to have information. And we do need your information when you send that email. So if you would, uh, follow up with that. Thanks for listening to the Alabama Wild Podcast. We'd like to have Jessica tell us a little bit about, more about her products and where you can find them. The Southern Racks products are salon-quality, scent-free products. We have um, our women's line. It's a shampoo, conditioner, body wash, and lotion. And we also have our men's. It's a three-in-one shampoo, conditioner, and body wash all in one 
Um, if you're looking for a product that you can use every day and doesn't dry out your hair and skin, our products are for you. And you can find them at southernracksoutdoors.com.